We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So how are we going to know whether God heard us or not? The prayer of faith gets the ear of God. You can't pray the prayer of faith unless you know what God said about the situation that you're involved in. That's very simple truth, but it's profound. If you don't know what God said about the situation you're in, then you couldn't pray in faith about it. Now, John eight thirty one and 32, Jesus made a profound statement there that I think is very important that we understand. He said, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. And then you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Notice now, it is the knowledge of truth that makes you free, and not just the truth. See, the Bible is filled with truth. Everyone that has a Bible has the truth. But not everyone that has a Bible knows the truth. They don't have the knowledge of the Word. They don't know that God's on their side. They don't know that God heals today. They don't know that God is interested in your finances. They don't know that they can pray the prayer of faith and get the sick healed and get their finances healed. Well, you see, it'd be hard for that individual to pray a prayer of faith. So there are times that they have to get someone else to pray because they just don't know, but they need teaching. Now, let me give you another for instance. There was a lady that gave her testimony. Now, I don't know why. These just all happen to be ladies that I'm referring to. No inflection there, but just to share with you what this individual said. She made a dedication prayer to God. But now what she did, she said, Lord, I want my husband saved. Well, now, that's a legitimate request, isn't it? But now, she, not knowing how to go about that, she got over in error. And she said, Lord, I'm willing to give up everything we own if my husband would just be saved. Well, now, show me a scripture in the Bible that says you've got to give up everything you own to get your husband saved. There is no scriptural basis for anything like that. None whatsoever. In fact, there's many scriptures against that. Uh, not offering sacrifices that are not required. You see, Jesus is the only sacrifice to be offered. She's trying to offer her money as a sacrifice to get her husband saved. Now, see, that sounds good on the surface, all right. But it's a problem area. was to her. Because what happened in just a few months... In fact, I think it was less than a month. Their business started going downhill, downhill. And in like three months, they had to take bankruptcy. And then she was out working for so much an hour, doing menial jobs. But she was so thankful that her husband had come to the Lord, and the Lord had answered her prayer. Well, now, you see, thank God that her husband did get saved. But you see, the Bible says that she could have prayed the desire and got her husband saved without having to offer up her finances on the altar as a sacrifice and not knowing it, she's operating in idolatry again. She's trying to offer a sacrifice. You see, there's people that do that in pagan religions. Now, again, I'm not criticizing the woman. 
I am criticizing the method that she used and pointing it out to you so you don't fall into that trap. So the devil won't steal your finances. Now, see, many people say, well, that's what it takes. It takes troubles and problems to bring people to God. And so if you pray the troubles on them, why, they'll come to God. Well, now, Romans, the second chapter, I believe it's verse 4, has a very different thing to say about that. He said, Know ye not that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? No, he didn't say the troubles that God sent would lead you to repentance, or the troubles that somebody prayed on you would lead you to repentance. He said, The goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Now see, let's stay with what the Word says. There's a lot of people that have this idea that troubles and problems perfect people. Now, you know if that was true, then all the nations of the world that have more problems than we have would be the most righteous people. Well, you know that's not true, don't you? Problems, troubles, poverty, sickness, and disease does not make people strong spiritually. Never has, never will. It is a tool of the devil to destroy humanity. It's not of God. Sickness and disease and poverty didn't come till Satan showed up and it'll leave when he leaves. That ought to tell us something. Well, the lady got her husband saved all right, but then they lost everything they owned. Now, there was another lady in a prayer group where I ministered several years ago. In fact, when I first started in the teaching ministry back in, I think it was 1973, I was teaching along this line, how that you pray the desire, you pray what God's Word says about you. And when I finished ministering in this prayer group, in fact, I was still saying some things, I'd kind of wound down about through, and this lady lifted up her hand and said, Brother Cap said, I'd like to pray. Well, she just stood to her feet and started praying. And she said, Father, I thank you that my husband's saved. He's filled with the Holy Ghost. My children are all saved and they love the Lord. And we have such a wonderful Christian home. There's just love and fellowship at our home. And the joy of the Lord is our peace. And she just went on praying like that, you know, just all the good things. Now she sat down. And when she sat down, well, there's a lady at the end of the pew there. She leaned over to her and said, I didn't know that your husband was saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> well, of course he wasn't. She's praying the thing that she desires. Now, see, what she's done, she has figured out from the teaching that I did where she'd missed it. See, she most probably she'd been doing exactly like I heard one dear sister that stood up in church one time and she said, would y'all all pray for my husband? I've been praying for him for 20 years. Said he's just getting meaner. He won't go to church with me. Well, now I'm sitting there listening to this and the Spirit of God said something on the inside of me. He said, now you see, she's prayed that way for 20 years. Prayed and said her husband's getting meaner. He won't go to church and that's the way she's prayed. Now see, if she had a prayed the desire, if she had a prayed in faith, entrusted me with it. He said that her husband would have been saved more than 15 years ago. But see, she didn't do that. She didn't know any better than to do that. But now, see, you're not going to have an excuse because I've given you enough illustrations here in this session to get you pointed in the right direction. 
I'm not using this to try to prove something by experience, but I'm giving you illustrations that agrees with what the Word of God says. See, it's dangerous when you just take experience for something. But when you can find illustrations that coincide with what God's Word says, then it helps you to more understand what God is trying to get us to do in the situation. Now, I see, this lady stood up and she made all of these boasts in faith, see, praying the prayer of faith. She prayed it because she knew it's God's will for her husband to be saved. She knew it's God's will for her husband to be filled with the Holy Ghost. She knew it's God's will for them to have a Christian home. But the problem was she had never understood that she was supposed to pray the answers to the problem. And most likely she had prayed the problem for years and years. But now the entrance of the word has brought light, see. She got some light at the end of the tunnel. Now let me tell you something about it. When you go to the word of God and you're in a dark situation where you don't know what to do, you find light in the word of God. It's like a fellow being in a tunnel. Ever been in one of those train tunnels, you know? where the railroad tracks goes through a mountain. Man, it's dark up in there. Now, you get far enough up in there, and if there's a bend in that thing, you get to where you can't even see the light. You can be just lost as a goose, as they'd say in Arkansas. But if you can get somebody to get you just far enough along in that tunnel until you can see the light at the other end, brother, you can get out of there, can't you? You can find your way out. So that's simply what happened to this lady in that service. She saw the light at the end of the tunnel. And she's running toward that light just as fast as she could. And the first thing she wanted to do is act on what she had learned. She didn't even wait till the service was over. She jumped up and started praying. And she prayed and she prayed and she prayed all the desires of her heart. Now I happened to be back in that prayer group about a year later, almost a year later. And I remember looking over there, and her husband was sitting with her. Now, see, it had been nearly 12 months since I'd been there, and, uh, or since this incident happened. And he's sitting there with her. He's already saved. He's already born again, see. Now, as we finished the service there, and I made an appeal for those that wanted to be born again, I don't believe there was anyone came forward. I said, now, those that like to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speak with other tongues. And he was the first one that jumped up. So he came and I laid hands on him, prayed over him, and he was filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized in the Holy Ghost, spoke with tongues. Now you see, a year later, from the time she prayed, prayed the desire of her heart, God had given her the desire of her heart because she prayed the prayer of faith. She prayed it in faith. She didn't offer her finances as a sacrifice. But she got her husband saved, got her husband filled with the Holy Ghost, and their business still in good shape, and they didn't lose all their finances and didn't lose their home. I'll tell you, that's good news, isn't it? You can operate in the Word of God and get delivered from the problems that come your way, many of them, and live in abundance in life and work for God. You can do it. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we have all of this week CD offer number 7233. It's entitled, The Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. Well, somebody said, how are you going to cure doubt and unbelief? With the Word of God. 
Now, what the Apostle Paul said is the word is nigh thee, it is even in thy mouth and in thy heart. Now, where does faith work? Faith works in the heart. Faith does not work in the head. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation, the Apostle Paul said. Now, faith is resident in the Word of God, because in Romans ten seventeen Paul said, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. In other words, faith in God comes by hearing the Word of God. Right on the other hand, faith in the devil comes by hearing the words of the devil, so you don't want to get on that side of the situation. But if you speak the Word of God, proclaim the Word of God, keep God's Word before you, it produces faith in the heart. Now, the Apostle Paul said in Romans the 10th chapter, he said, The Word is nigh thee. The Word of promise is as close to you as getting it in your mouth, and in other words, and speaking it into your heart. That's where it works. It's in the heart. It's like planting a seed. In the parable of the sower, Jesus said, The sower soweth the Word. And the word of God is sown in the heart of man. He likens it to a seed you plant in the soil. It makes a demand on the soil. The soil has to produce what was planted. It has no choice. The same way as with the word of God, it will produce faith in you. The cure for doubt and unbelief is God's word spoken out of your mouth or hearing and hearing the word of God. Offer number 7233, Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. For a total of $19, we have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.